Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Before we get to the markets today, if you're on social media, Facebook and Twitter, it's been quite the year, hasn't it? First off, you just started talking about hydroxychloroquine, you know, anything that might be a somewhat natural treatment, something that's been time-tested for decades. Uh, if you talked about hydroxychloroquine, you got banned from Twitter, you got banned from uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube would shut you down, could not discuss it, or other common-sense alternatives, right, to, uh, to uh, waiting for the vaccine. Then, happened again, right? If you dare talk about or write about anything happening with the Biden clan, specifically Hunter Biden and his laptop, again, you're banned, you're shut down. The New York Post even had their account locked down for daring to talk about it just two weeks out from the election. And here we come again today. The word's already out from Twitter just about an hour ago that if you start talking negative, start saying negative things, including research, negative research about these vaccines, they will remove your post. We know what that means. They'll lock you down. You'll be suspended at first. Yeah, same thing will happen on Facebook, and then you'll be banned. Uh, we're all going to wind up on Parlor, folks. Again, if you're not on Parlor, uh, recommend you sign up. It's a great place for communication to stay up on the news, follow the people you like the most, or not. It's a little addicting, but uh, I'm on Parlor as well. My uh, my screen is uh, my handle is at Heritage at Heritage. Okay, markets today. Uh, Dow Jones today, kind of all over the map today, but kind of a quiet day for the Dow. Really, they had the Fed meeting today, and uh, Jay Powell came out and said, "Hey, guess what? We're going to print more money." I mean, it was just a complete shocker. No one could believe he said it. Of course, I lie. Of course, I kid. A lot more money is being printed, folks. I'll cover that more in just a moment. We're going to have at least $3 trillion more in QE next year, and I'll tell you why it's going to happen in just a second. Again, Dow Jones today, down 45 points uh, at uh, 30,154 after, after the big update yesterday. A little bit of a breather here. SP 500 flat on the day, up six points. R2K down three tenths of one percent, and I went on the day. What you want to see if you're bullish? Nasdaq up a half a point at uh, excuse me, up a half a percent at twelve thousand six fifty eight. I want to check the semis real quick here. See where they closed. Uh, semis were flat to lower on the day as well. Which yeah, flat to lower on the day as well. Uh, so what we saw today and what we alerted our folks to this morning, our subscribers in the VRA, was about uh, seasonality. Uh, because seasonality, uh, this, this part of the year, really from here to year end, is historically a, a very bullish time to be in the markets. And uh, it's, a, it's a pretty powerful pattern. So, but that all changes in January. And it changes depending on who is the presidential winner. Of course, most uh, most Americans seem to believe that's going to be this uh, this guy that uh, usually can't remember his own name, uh, much less uh, people he's just added to his cabinet, just botching uh, people's names and uh, their backgrounds left and right. Clueless Joe Biden. But if he's president, again, this is uh, presidential cycle patterns uh, going back 100 years. If Biden is president after December's over, you want very little, if anything, to do with the stock market, uh, certainly not to big major positions because of uh, these, these patterns for incoming first uh, administration, uh, first year administration is not good at all. That's when most of our recessions take place. Most of our big market falls take place. 
We said the same thing, by the way, four years ago when Trump got into office for the first time. That really didn't happen in his first year. With Biden, we'll see. Again, at least $3 trillion more in stimulus money coming. That may support the markets. That's pretty much been the only thing that's mattered to these markets since the financial crisis of 2008-2009. Whereas, if somehow Trump is able to pull this off, and if you've been following uh, what's happening in the election coverage, every day we get more and more data and facts about this fraudulent election, how mathematically impossible, truly mathematically impossible, what happened on the election night happened uh, occurred when they shut down voting. And then all of a sudden, you know, Trump was up 10, 12 percent in these swing states. And boom, here came all these votes. So, look, it, 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 there is there really is zero doubt about this. Massive election fraud took place. The question remains now is what's going to be done about it? Is Trump going to execute his 2018 executive order against foreign election interference? Or is he going to pack up and go home? Folks, what do you think Trump's going to do? Uh, the, they continue to say, Trump and his team continue to say that the only date that matters is January the 20th. That just happens to be the only date that's mentioned in the Constitution when it comes to the presidency and protocol. So well, there is time left here. Uh, the Senate hearing today was uh, a cluster. You know what? Ron Johnson did the best he could. But the Republicans don't know how to win these battles with liberals uh, liberals fight to win. They fight dirty. They lie. Uh, they call you racist, a homophobe, every name in the book because they're doing it to win. Republicans, old school Republicans are gentlemen, gentle ladies. They haven't really figured out how to, how to win this fight yet. Uh, but we think this, this new class coming in, uh, especially these new House representatives, they get it. It's going to be a little bit different next year, but it will get ugly, folks. And maybe that's what it's going to take to win. Uh, okay, let's move on here to what we were talking about a second ago with the, the reason that we're going to have at least $3 trillion more in quantitative easing next year, not to mention the additional stimulus. This, this, this initial starter package of $900 billion, which will actually be phase five of the coronavirus stimulus package, the CARES Act, this, this round of $900 billion is just a warm-up for what's coming next. It'll be a lot more next year. But when you look at the list of treasuries that are maturing, we've got between now and year end, just over $1 trillion in treasury, U.S. treasuries maturing. And then it really gets fun next year. All in, in 2021, we have $5.8 trillion worth of U.S. treasuries set to mature. So again, we're looking at close to $7 trillion over the next year plus two weeks. How are they going to do that? How they, how's the government going to fund that? How's the U.S. Treasury Department going to fund that? Well, I think we know how they're going to do it. The Fed's going to step up and buy a lot more, uh, monetize a lot more debt, which is, of course, what they've been doing for a long, long time now, again, since 2009, with the launch of quantitative easing one. We're now in QE number four. Again, three trillion so far in it, uh, taking this up to seven trillion so far in QE. Folks, we'll probably be 10 trillion in QE a total by the first half of next year because these Treasuries have got to be repurchased, and guess what? They've got to be replaced. That means a whole lot of buying has got to take place. Um, okay, let's cover the internals today, and then we'll wrap, uh, we'll wrap today's podcast. Uh, the, uh, uh, the advanced decline today, let me do a quick refresh here to get the latest readings. <clears throat> okay, uh, advanced decline, NYSC and NASDAQ, we're going to call it flat. It's, they're both negative, but just slightly negative. 
Same thing in volume, really, for NYSE. Slightly negative, uh, but again, uh, NASDAQ, again, up 63 today. That was the winner on the day. Advances led declines by about $700 million worth of transactions. Uh, but the big winner, again, continues to be uh, new 52-week highs to lows. Today we had, well, right at 500 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 24 hitting new 52-week lows. Again, it's a sign of broadening market. It's a very healthy sign. It's also a bit of a lagging indicator, but we like it. We like where the market is now. But we must call these internals today mixed. Not mixed to positive, not mixed to negative, just mixed. And that is a slight pattern change. But after the run we've had, not, not entirely uh, uncommon. In our sector watch today, again, weakness here as well. We had six of our 11 SPF 100 sectors closing lower on the day. Led to the downside by utilities, uh, down 1%. Industrials down 6 to 1%. Nothing really big there. On the upside, consumer discretionary up 1%. Tech up 7 tenths of 1%. Again, tech leads market. Excuse me. Semis lead tech. Tech lead the market. Techs were up today. That's overall a bullish sign. And our commodity watch here. Uh, gold today continues to move higher, up $12 an ounce. Trying to play catch up with Bitcoin. But anyway, gold today closed at 18, uh, trading at 1868, up $12 an ounce. Silver up a much bigger today, 3.7% at 25.55. This is a breakout on the charts. If you're a fan of triangle patterns, ascending triangle patterns, this is a breakout in silver. It's not a full-on breakout to new highs, but it's a technical breakout based on the VR investing system. We like this pattern. We like silver here quite a bit. It's lead gold most of the year. And that typically means gold's going to play catch up. And it's good for the, it's bullish for the whole space, actually bullish for both precious metals and base metals. Of course, we're also big fans of copper. We've got a, some major copper holdings here in the VRA. Copper today uh, up again another half percent at 356 a pound, just below its uh, seven year highs that it hit uh, last week. Oil today continues to move higher, up a bit today, up 19 cents a barrel at 47.81. And we'll save the last, uh, the best for last. Bitcoin today, for the first time in history, breaking 20000 doing it forcefully. Up $1,325 today. Uh, that's a big 6.3% move higher. Bitcoin at 20820 If I can read my handwriting, I believe that, yes, that is correct. You'll call it 20800 Obviously, this is a major breakout in Bitcoin Serious money coming into Bitcoin, folks. Uh, we first bought it at 600. We recommended it at 2,000. Still recommending it here, folks. Hope you had a great day. And uh, always, always, thank you for joining us here. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.